Krishna. And there we go. Okay, we haven't started recording yet. Um, okay, we haven't started recording yet. Um, now we get the echo. Yeah. Well, no, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't so know. It I sounds... need to get things going on the laptop. It sounds all right. And by that, I mean the tablet. I've been listening to this. Uh, Audiobook Robots at Dawn by Isaac Asimov. Hmm. While playing Stalker Clear Sky. That's, huh. that's what I was doing. So, I mean, it's a game I played before. Ah. But now I'm just listening to this like sci fi detective novel while playing video games. That's cool. I don't know. I kind of fell out of the habit of gaming and now I miss it. But also it's such an investment it is. in time to do it. I can't play video games. I have to be doing something else while the game is happening. So I only play games I played before or very, very casual games. And it's usually an excuse to listen to something else. So it's usually just like the Ushanka show or yeah. uh, in this case, audiobooks. Because um, Frederick Knudsen said, uh, uh, said you should really, because I told him I haven't read anything in a year. He said, just read Isaac Asimov. And I'm like, you know what? I did read Isaac Asimov. Like, um, back in high school, my dad had a copy of Nine Tomorrows, mm. which was like a collection of short stories by Asimov. So hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to this. We haven't counted down yet. Yeah, I'm just sharing it to the various So we're platforms. just doing social medias. Yeah. Right here. Christopher Conrad says, I'm replaying Fallout 4 while I'm listening to this. Yeah, there's something really nice. Like, I first discovered this. Do you remember the first... Uh, the first... Uh, we, I Love the 80s or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. like VH1 specials mm -hmm. and all that stuff. I was playing Unreal Tournament. And then there was like a Counter-Strike variant of Unreal Tournament. And I just played that against bots and listen. And like, that was my favorite thing, like in the 2000s, was like listening to TV and playing video games. So we'll have to do our countdown thing. Oh, great. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of motorcycles and stuff outside the windows open it's one of these times where well i should just count down all right you ready yeah i'm ready hey guys welcome to the rcr podcast number 65 i'm nick i'm brian and we have not been doing this fairly regularly although to be fair we're not really podcasters we kind of just do it when we feel like it right so uh we just got back from toronto the lovely country of canada <laughs> and uh had a wonderful time and did some wonderful things and got to meet some wonderful people mm -hmm. and so uh happy to be back mm -hmm. but also you know Missing our friends over in uh, Toronto yep. and hoping all is well. 
and yeah we are on a uh boris t.s carl of says ah i'm a burb ah (laughs) there's a meme going around where it's a period like the the letter a period where like i'm scared a i don't know what it means neither do i it's maybe it's not a meme but it's an image macro thank you boris for the uh uh donation yeah um Um, did i meet gsp george saint pierre I mean, oh, wait, yeah, because of just being in Canada <laughs> means you're like, gonna, have you seen Drake yet? Yeah, yeah, like, every, well, everybody knows George St. Pierre, or that uh, he was at the the, the, <laughs> the Timmy's the other day. <laughs> um, but no, um, eh. there was a moment where seriously, when we just ran into Yuri, yeah, from straight, uh, uh, from the straight pipes, yeah. I was at a part source, which is like an auto zone up in Canada with returning my returning the uh faulty alternator or to get my core charge back uh and uh there at the window the of the store outside was yuri on an electric skateboard it's (laughs) like all right so what is uh, this a crossover episode Long story short, the the uh, original alternator in my 194,000 mile uh, Forester finally took a crap while we were up there. Uh, it was over the uh, Canada's civic holiday, which is, I guess, their equivalent of Independence Day, maybe. Maybe. But then there's also Canada Day. I don't, I forget, don't forget if that's different. Um, I. Um, I have to get to this very quickly just because the last time we did a stream, this person's question, uh, their super chat got dismissed, and I promise oh, to get okay. to it for the next one. It is from a YouTuber or not a Reddit user, Blockbeard. Um, he was just asking of our opinions on GetGo since he's from Butler on the other side of PA, mm, and he only ever hears about GetGo. He only hears the Sheets versus Wawa debate. Um, and for me, like I, I've never been to a get go or, or wait, no, we have, been. we have been when we drove out to Denver Yeah, because sheets turn into get go after a while. Yeah. And then there was like a subway in it or something like that. Yeah. I want to say like some kind of fast food uh, eatery in there. I didn't really care for it, but that's like one experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I imagine there are a lot of people who stop at a Wawa or a sheets and they're not impressed, Yeah, but that's like part and parcel of what it's like to sort of be in the middle of this battle. Like it's, it's almost like a war of attrition of like, these are, there are a ton, a ton of like gas station delicatessens in Pennsylvania, yeah. but it's just sort of been narrowed down to these two as the main ones that everyone's talking, talking about just in terms of sort of uh, the, the, the uniformity of them, the, the ubiquitousness. Of yeah. Them. It's just, they're everywhere. When I saw get goes because their logo looks like sheets in my mind and my brain's tongue, I just figured this is sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Your mind corrects it. So yeah, sorry we missed your question last time and thank you for the question this time. Please send serotonin. A great name. Asks, mm-hmm. Stalker, now I gotta hear Dirge for Planet. Is that an Isomov book or something else? Um, I don't know what that is, but thank you for your donation. Here's a really good regular, uh, normal chat. Hey, Mr. Regular, this is from 
guile deck style. Hey, Mr. Regular and Roman, quick question. In, a, in previous pods, you mentioned how a Ninja 250 wouldn't be ideal for a larger rider. Yes. Would it be o, an okay commuter highway speeds for someone two, for someone over 250 pounds? No, it wouldn't be ideal. You're a big dude or gal. Um, your feet may be too large to adequately shove underneath the gear shift peg. And I say that because my feet are too large to fit underneath the gear shifter peg. I haven't driven the new Ninja 300. Perhaps the dimensions of the bike are different. For someone over 250 pounds, I would say the Suzuki Savage 650. That's a 650cc, one lunger. Uh, it is a cruiser style bike, but it's not an aggressive cruiser. I like them a lot. They're fantastic. They sound great. They've been making them since like 89 um, and they're still in production today. That's my thing. You are going to find you will be revving that bike up all the time uh, and it may not be a pleasurable, pleasurable experience. Um, I, I mean, if you can get a test ride on one or if your friend has one and lets you take it around, sure, do it. See how it feels. I mean, ride it for a while, like ride it for an hour, get some in-town traffic, get some back roads, get a little highway if you can, um, and then see, is this something I really want to live with? Yeah. That's all I had to add to it was mm -hmm. that, yeah. <laughs> uh, this chat may go up and down because we've been having some thunderstorms today. Uh, some rain's been coming in and out. So if the chat goes down, that's why. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't get any of that in my area. Really? It was yeah. like when you said you were on your way, it was raining here. Huh? Yeah. I didn't catch it. Well, I mean, when I came here, it was wet, but I didn't catch any rain on the actual way over. Wow. We got that's dumped great. on today up here. Wow. Yeah. That's, huh. Little Jews. Little Juz. Thank you for your donation. I sent an email on my single overhead cam SL1 Saturn a while back and was wondering when you do Pennsylvania episodes again. Uh, but we not this coming Monday, but the Monday, the after, Monday after, which I think we're going to write tomorrow. Yeah, we're writing that tomorrow. Yeah, um, that's when the Pennsylvania episodes uh, will come back. You're going to see the Toronto episodes uh, layered in. Between some Pennsylvania and New Jersey episodes that, that, are, that are coming up. the uh, last of the Nashville. And the last of the Nashville. Because we were really like stretching those. Yeah, I, I started writing it. And by that, I wrote Silt is the equivalent <laughs> on here. Oh, great. So. A1 reference. <laughs> but yeah. I went to my parents' house. They're like, I, I, every time I go to my parents' house to do my laundry, I think I'm going to get a lot of writing done. Yeah. And I don't. I just lie on the floor in the basement and look at my phone. Yeah. And then, oh, ding, time to do laundry. And then I just listen to Rogan and then fold my laundry and then I go home. Yeah. So uh, I was wondering when to do Pennsylvania episodes again, only an hour away and I have an E39 with a V8. Interesting. Well, thank you for sending the email. That is really all you can do. Uh, since we plan these uh, videos out, it really comes down to you know, time and, and convenience. 
Although we do need to film some stuff before I go back to uh, Austin, Austin. Yeah. in the beginning of October. But I'm not doing a car meet in Austin. I'm not. Fil- I may film one episode, but that's like a you trip, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a me yeah. trip. So it's, it's, yeah, it's freedom. You know, oh, the same way that like the week that because we plan this out so that when he's gone, like I have a video that goes up. And so the week that I have a video that goes up is exactly uh, the same week as New York Comic-Con, yeah. which works out perfectly because mm. it's kind of like a me week mm-hmm. too. And so it's already done. And then uh, I remember, I think it was two years ago at New York Comic-Con. That's when I was like rushing to have the Isle of Man video done. Ah. And so that like timed out perfectly. And now the next one is in no way going to be that long because mm-hmm. um, that was like almost two hours of some nonsense. But gotcha. yeah, it's ridiculous. Giggity Z says, do you want to be back to Canada? My brother clicks. <laughs> do I want to come back to Canada? Yes. We did Toronto, although we really didn't get to explore that much since we just spent the entire time at Steam Whistle Brewery right across from the CN Tower. Yeah. And downtown Tor- Toronto, as I was told, was dead. Yeah. I mean, we got lifts in instantly. Yeah. So... Although everybody was at the aquarium, we didn't get to see that. But we did eat bone marrow. Yeah, which should not have been as good as it was. Like, yeah. I didn't think that was going to work. Did we ever figure out what, like, the little paste was that they gave? No, but I I, I showed the picture to someone, and they said that was probably... They, they said a fancy name, and they said it was like an olive, olives and spice and garlic. It's a pate. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just, it's spread on those little miniature toasts. Yeah. And yeah, it shouldn't really have, that's a good name for it. Uh, bone marrow is bone butter. Because yeah. it was almost like so, you know, super rare, rare. Yeah. That it almost like you weren't even eating meat. But yeah, it's just strange. Oh, someone asked if we watched the Donut Media Falcon video. I mean, I haven't. but I haven't. Yeah. I don't really know. It's interesting. You know, I wonder if that was a thing when. No, wait. I can't. They did. They did say they wanted stuff from me. And I wonder if that was it. Huh? don't know. I don't know. We didn't watch it. Did they did they take our footage? Because I never I can't remember ever explicitly giving Donut Media uh, uh, permission to use any RCR stuff. But at the same time, it's not worth my time to get bent up over that shit. Because I ran into one of the guys from Donut Media at the Kia Forte launch. And we got along fine. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Don't bet yeah. out of shape. I could be pushing a broom at the at the shoe insole factory in Kutztown. Yeah. Like whenever I get whiny about this, that's what I think of. Do you want to wake up 530 in the morning and go sweep a factory and just listen to people talk about Jesus? No? Well, then keep cranking out the videos, kid. Yeah. Randy B says... Making kids that blah, blah, blah. making the kids at home to lose the game. Oh, oh did the I game. Just, did I just so we just the lost game? the game? Oh. oh, I mean, well played. Yes, very making much. the kids at home to lose the game. Carry on. Great. Oh, no, well played, Randy B. Well played indeed. Um, yeah. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. There's a bunch. It's a, it's oh, a bunch the, of stuff. I kind of want to take a break from just answering. We will answer every single uh, super chat question, but I just kind of want to like recap stuff that yeah. we've been doing just for a second for fun. Yeah. Oh, I want to lean back. I I need saying this all the time. I need to 
replace this futon, but it's really useful. It is. I'm going to go get two pillows just so I have a back. Very nice. Very nice indeed. And I'll talk about my weird night last night. So basically, I went to my first open mic night the entire summer. And I haven't been drinking like at all, except for when we went to Steam Whistle. But even then, I haven't been getting drunk. And last night, I got like not drunk, but I did get pretty tipsy. And I went on this rant on uh, social media about how apparently it's not acceptable to have more than half of your photos on a, a dating website be selfies because for some reason it like inherently prejudices people against you. And I'm thinking if I had somebody to take these photos for me, I wouldn't even be on this. <laughs> so you know what I mean? It's like not everybody has that whole like professional photographer or anything, you know, but I, and even then, like if you set up the timer on your phone, it's yeah. like, it's still the same thing right. that you know, it's more or less a selfie, but I went to this bar that's in my hometown now that's like a car and motorcycle themed bar oh you were telling me about that yeah it finally opened and um what's funny is i didn't even get the name of the place uh and i didn't actually because by the time i got there like the place with all the little like car themed things like that part of it was closed right. i was just mostly in the little like arcade part of it um it's nice it's just strange because my hometown has such a weird um sort of explosion of breweries you know or, or just places to drink in general Did the like, wobbly chair or the tipsy peg or whatever that was they open right next to the farmhouse oh uh broken chair yeah uh, yeah they open they're oh, okay. good they have an open mic there like once every like six months but it's really good um okay. and yeah there's a, but what i really like and where i was playing open mic last night which has like the most incredible meatless burger in, on the face of the earth uh -huh. um is uh the beer wall where you go in give them uh. their card they give you a card you put it in the little thing pour and then at the end of the thing, you, like you give them your card after you're done having whatever you have. And uh -huh. then they that's what they charge, you know, is whatever much, however much you drank. But they tell you on the screen, like how much each pour about is going to cost, like per three ounces or something oh. or, or, or some set amount of ounces. So they have like all sorts of IPAs. They have, you know, very easy uh, sort of goes down easy but not really satisfying type of like cores and miller mm -hmm. lights and everything of the world but it's also me realizing how bad i am at pouring like i cannot be a bartender just oh. because it's like you know i i feel like i have a good angle on it but it's just you know that sort of beer pouring side hustle i just don't know how to make it work but yeah i ended up um i thought that i was like at a point in my life where I didn't feel the need to sort of um, get in my feelings about things. And uh -huh. I ended up messaging an old friend um, back and forth about just like relationship stuff. Um, and it ended up being one of those things where like you wake up the next day and you're like, Oh, what did you do? Uh -oh. uh, like, and so I checked the messages and thankfully it wasn't like I embarrassed. Okay. My mic's back anything. on again. Nice. Um, but ultimately, I didn't feel like I embarrassed myself, but it's still embarrassing to sort of like that's where you go yeah. when you've had a few. And so that's why I kind of have been scaling it back tremendously because I'm a very like sentimental guy mm. and I sort of am an emotional I don't want to say passionate because that makes it sound like, yeah. you know, a video dating service. But 
I just, I don't want to get nostalgic for things that are in my past that are buried and I want to keep them there, you know, mm. because sometimes things have a way of in a very pet cemetery kind of way of just coming back. And, you know, <laughs> sometimes dead is better. And yeah, it's just, it's rough. I, I don't know. Uh. So I got uh, like, it's, it, I don't know. It's just, you get, you reminisce. So that's how it is. I gotta uh, go close this. He's doing a thing. His drum came. It's very nice. Um, and uh, oh, thank you for the uh, compliments on the shirt, guys. I very much appreciate it. I try to, I don't know, wear stuff that is comfortable so that I dress more or less the same way year round. Mm -hmm. mm. So yeah, that was my night and I don't plan on replicating it anytime yeah. soon. I didn't do anything interesting when I came back from Toronto. I went to Knoebels. What's today? Thursday? Today's Thursday. Yeah. I went there yesterday yeah. with Carrie. I got recognized twice. Oh, wow. Um, once while in line for the Phoenix. Um, uh, and there was this moment, uh, Elijah was his name. So shout out to Elijah. Hey, we met hey. in line in the Phoenix and we, and then it looked like the line was moving and we sort of said, okay, see ya. And then we all end up in the same car. Ah. You know, they were like right in front of us. <laughs> oh, that so, uh, I just, where's my, where's my gain on this? My compression, live, go gain. Mm. I don't want to mess with my settings, so I'll just move my mic away. I was just going, oh, <laughs> while, while on the, uh, while on the uh, roller coaster. And for those, for those people who don't uh, know how the, the track of the Phoenix is very specific, by the way, named best wooden roller coaster on the planet for 2018. Makes me wonder, uh, Knoebel's phoenix because almost any ride on the uh, at any amusement park if you go on youtube you can find someone who has like gopro footage of having taken a ride on gopro it. gopro footage of the phoenix doesn't do it justice this coaster was built in like the 50s yeah there are uh, several point of view videos yeah. of it, but it's like oh it's an out and back coaster yeah, yeah. but this whole track flexes and bends the motherfuckers alive <laughs> and it's you ride it twice once for the front seat yeah and once, like as far back as you can get. Yeah. Because okay, ri riding the coast, riding a roller coaster in the front seat is well, you get to look down, and it's and it's very intense, and you get to see everything. Mm. You ride the Phoenix in the back, huh? That coaster beats the living shit out of you. <laughs> you get you start floating out of your seat. Yeah. As it goes over the humps. The restraint bar does something. And if you could keep your hands up, which I finally did the very first time yesterday time. in the back, the very last two seats in, in the Phoenix, I was able to keep my hands off the bar the entire time. <laughs> Anybody rides that thing coaster for the uh, for the first time in the back. I have no problem if you grab that restraint bar because it feels like you're going to fall out of the thing. <laughs> um, it's, it's fan. It's fantastic. It's back um, in the day where like rides were actually, uh, you know, yeah. dangerous. Like that's the whole point of it. You know, you're not no going to gonna die. die. Oh, but okay. 
there was this one like denial dad uh who who was like on the train before us his kid was like in a sling he had his arm in a sling like one of those immobilizer ones oh that you can't get you can't go anywhere it's like black it has all these velcro yeah yeah. velcro straps on it and zip ties and stuff and the person taking the tickets for the ride and um when you go to Knobles, you 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 can buy the all day pass but honestly, it's cheaper just to buy the tickets. Hmm. If you feel you're only going to ride a few rides, like I went there, I probably spent ten dollars all day because yeah, I go. rode the Phoenix, I rode the Log Flume, I rode the Grand Carousel, and the Impulse. So I rode hmm. four rides. Average cost two seventy five, so just a little over ten dollars. Wow! Like all nice. day. Oh, and you know, uh, Carrie. Well. We, we secretly drank beer in the parking lot because parking's free. So you can just come back out. And there's picnic tables. You can bring your own food. They don't give a shit. So Ooh, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the way to live. Um, I guess they do all that. I, I kind of wonder if Knobles is really that altruistic or they're just trying to incentivize you to drive to freaking Elysburg, Pennsylvania. There is no major highway that goes up there. No. It's all PA state roads. Yeah. Winding. And there's nothing around. So, hey, free parking, free admission. Come out here and like, and experience it. And, and it's great because there's shade yeah. when you go there. Anyway. It's a very, um, it's a very just, uh, it's almost like an anti-theme park in the it sense is. that they're not trying to bilk money out of you at every turn. No. You know, even the food is moderately priced. Yeah. You know, it's like. I would almost say that it's actually better than county fair prices because if you oh, go easy. to like the app, yeah. uh, like if you go to community days or somewhere, they will literally bend you over a barrel just to get some like deep fried, yeah, you know, death dog of some kind. Water fountains everywhere, bathrooms everywhere. Mm. Um, uh, but anyway, denial dad, the the, uh, the ride attendant says you know i don't think he's going to be able to get on that ride with that cast it's not a cast it's a sling yeah well can he take it off well he can but he really shouldn't <laughs> what are you doing on the fucking phoenix <laughs> like, <laughs> freaking, he probably had like a dislocated shoulder or something like that what are you doing riding a roller coaster that will t- <laughs> it's like action park dangerous yeah and of course like as there's this part where you uh go up the ramp to get on the roller coaster and sorry for people who are watching this. My, I'm just trying to sit this way. Like you can't really see my face. The mic stands in the way. Don't worry, I'm still here. And there's this part where you go up the ramp where no one can see you. Huh. Uh, it's like there's a wall. There's a wall of the coaster station on one side, and a wall of uh, the coaster tunnel on the other. So mm. for a minute, you're in like this cattle chute. You can't be seen really from above or below or above from the size in any direction. So dad is just like, no, nah, let's just take this cast off and I'll just put it under my shoulder and pretend it's a backpack. Oh. And the kid just got on the ride with probably a healing shoulder. Whatever. He, I, I saw him as he's getting on the car. He's like hold. He's like holding his one arm with the other arm. Yikes. It's like that dude. big yikes. I mean, hey, your medical bills, you know, but, but that moment where like my son is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you know there I, I don't know there is that expectation that you know their tolerance better than they do 
and better than anyone else will. But sometimes you really have to err on this, this side of caution. Right. Especially when, you know, that stuff, you know, even if you have health insurance through your job that covers your family. Yeah. It's like nothing is cheap. Nothing's free. You know, it's just, I don't know. It'll be fine. I mean, it was a 50s coaster and a 50s style dad getting on it. <laughs> and it's like, 10 years ago, I used to like get in other people's problems. Like when something was happening, I'm going to get involved. I'm going to be a good community member. Now it's like that scene from that one Spider-Man movie where Toby Man, Toby Man McGuire, <laughs> Toby McGuire decided I'm not going to be Spider-Man. And he's just like, fuck it. Yeah. People are criming all around him. He's like, eh. Yeah. That's kind of how I am now. The best one. And, uh, and I'm not saying it's because Joey Diaz was in it, but it's <laughs> probably because Joey Diaz was in it. <laughs> coked out you gotta of go mind. through me yeah. all of us or something <laughs> yeah it's just like oh uh, good times but yeah i mean i think there's something to be said for how much uh there is more excitement when it is an older coaster and you yeah. have that sense of danger going there you know it's it's not the same county fair danger of like oh it was it was assembled this day yeah but like it's that sense that this was always here and generations have been on this yeah. ride and i do I don't know. I'm not a coaster person. Like, I just can't handle them. I've, I've never been able to. I always get, like, kind of ill-ish, like, in vertigo. I'm getting that a bit. Even after three... No, we only rode two coasters in the log flume. But even after that, it's like, I feel discombobulated mm. a bit. It's like, I gotta walk around. Let's just... It's like that one scene in The Simpsons where Aunt Selma or Patty uh just has to sit on the bench that, yeah. that was a thing where lisa drank the water and i'm the lizard yeah. queen every time anyway. they realize that they don't want kids at all yeah um so anyway i had to do the sit down on a bench thing at Knobles like twice yeah i just want to sit and it was a good time to like that i think i'm kind of over their their rib sandwich that they make there at Knobles because it's really just a mcrib yeah but but they make this ice cream sandwich from the video. And everyone thought it was like a thing of butter. I'm like, it's, it's a hot, freshly made waffle mm. with a square ice cream in the middle of it. You get the hot and the cold at the same time. And the ice cream melts a little bit, but the ice cream is resilient. Mm -hmm. And you can eat the whole thing. And the ice cream will still be a little bit hard by the end of it. Yes. That is one of my favorite snack foods. I guess it's because it's at my childhood amusement park. Yeah. That I cannot not go there and just have this ice cream sandwich. Um, uh, Carrie and I split it. It's definitely a thing you can split. You like it so much, you're just passing bites in between you. Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. Um, it's delightful. I am taking uh, Juliet and Bryce Johnson there when they visit at the end of October. Very nice, very nice indeed. So, like that's all. That's our our things to do is to go to Knobles. Um, oh, the Muhammad Ali's training camp is now open. Oh yeah, I remember reading about that on the. Where did I read about that? Well, it's probably WNEP sixty nine <laughs> News. Yes. Scranton Wilkes Bears news station is channel 69. Nice. Nice. I man, I should buy one of them. There's t-shirt t-shirt. They have to sell. They have they to better be Merch. selling t-shirts. 
chance. They, they're leaving tons of money on the table if they're not selling t-shirts. selling those t-shirts. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, John Madden's son bought the grounds. Hmm. So it was for sale, I think, for four hundred thousand dollars, nine acres, like eighteen buildings. Damn. Um, they have the gym fit now they're working their way through the entire com- the compound kind of although it's not a compound there's no walls yeah. um they're working their way through each of the cabins you can you can go into the gym the cafeteria ollie's cabin ollie's prayer mosque which is just a tiny cabin with nothing in it really yeah. It's like a one room cabin that's okay. There's a mosque now, um, which I guess is fitting. It's just simplistic. And there's like a prayer mat there yeah. and, and a bathroom, which is weird. Um, Cause you're in the woods. You can just go outside. Um, oh, and there's three guest cabins. One of them I know is finished. I think they may turn some of it into an Airbnb. Huh. Because I went into the one cabin and it's like, this is a nice cabin. There's two beds, there's a shower, there's a sink. It's very Airbnb-like. Yeah. Like, you can tell, like, all the amenities in here are, like, essential everyday or Sam's Club stuff. Yeah. Soaps and things. It's a, But it's clean. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Right. Like, all that really matters to me is that, you know, sheets and towels yeah. provided, you know? Mm-hmm. Any quality Airbnb, they just give you that much. Yeah. You know? Um, and then, but they haven't started yet on the Swiss chalet, um, which I don't know why that's there. There's like all the, all the cabins are like log cabins. And then the one building is a Swiss chalet. And I'm like, what? And it, but it's there. They had, they haven't started on the barn and the horse stables. Cause Ollie had horses and the houses left for the sparring partners and their families. And I think there was one res, there's a permanent residence there. I and someone's parking there. I don't know if like someone bought the one cabin and just like lives there. Um, anyway, hmm. but yeah, that's uh, it's called Fighters Heaven. If anybody is in Pennsylvania or is looking for a road trip, they're only open on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, no charge. Oh wow! But you know, throw five dollars in the jar, donation, yeah. help them keep the lights on. Yeah. Um, so there's not a lot left of ollie's personal effects mm. i'm guessing over the years everybody wanted a piece yeah so you can go into his cabin you can see his bed but then you look at the photo of him in his bed above the bed yeah and you're like that bed frame isn't the same that blanket isn't the same yeah maybe the mattress is the same you know, there is something to be there is something to having occupied the same space as objective greatness. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of realizing that, yes, this is a place where like Muhammad Ali, uh, arguably the greatest of all time, slept, know, slept. And, you know, and this was his come. This is the, He used this after the comeback his first comeback fight. After, yeah. And after it's his protest. It's just surreal, you know? Yeah. But. It's I, mm-hmm. who knows. Anyway, we should get to some super chat questions. Who is texting? 
Oh, it's my brother. Hey, bro, I'm watching Stone Cold on one of my favorite YouTube shows, Hot Ones, and has me wondering. You Stone know why... Cold is on Hot Ones? Uh, yeah, or he was, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, do you know why it's called the Squared Circle? Um, because not only is Stone Cold the WWF a... champion, he's also the champion of hitting hitting his wife in the face. It's true. <laughs> Which is not my joke, but they. I, I this is my explanation, but I don't actually know. I, I say because it's a square, but they call it a ring, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get that. So you know, squared circle, but you know that's the name of the subreddit for pro wrestling is r slash squared circle. Nice. So, um, yeah. Was that uh, refresh my memory? Uh, sorry for readjusting the mic while it's on. I should have hit the mute button. Um, hey, Eric Pedersen is here. Um, was Steve Austin, was that the attitude era or yep. was it slight? Okay. Mm. Good times. Um, little Jews. I got that Canada. Randy B got you. X P V T sleepy XX says, thank you for coming to Toronto. It was nice and nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you too. Thank you again for your donation. That was a good car meet, and I think we pieced out at the right time because people said the cop showed up later that night, or according to... Uh, Oliver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, although he is stuck around, like, way longer. Mm. Um, so, yeah, but that was a really, really nice turnout. I met a lot of really, really nice people and yeah. saw a lot of really, really nice cars, as evidenced in our videos mm-hmm. that we put up this week, you know, especially the Lada, the... the um, yeah. The GTO. Um, which was Yuri- the boss garage, and I didn't know it. At the yeah, time. neither did did I. Or like Yuri's Prowler, which is just so unique looking. Like our first day of filming there, and yeah. his Prowler's there, and you had a lot of like the looky loos in that lot just sort of walking past and like, oh, that's good tomorrow. Oh, like saying, what kind of car is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's not that old. It's from the 90s. Yeah. But it's just, it's in such good condition that it almost you would assume that it has to be some collector's car. They're all in good condition. Every single prowler is rare. They're all collectibles. Oh, fuck the Plymouth Prowler. I I get it. It's... Growing up around here, and because my uncle owned a Chrysler dealership, I got prowlered out the ass... Prowl, like seeing a prowler to me is like having to hear that breakfast at Tiffany's song again. Oh, I'm done that, with it. That's how you know it's the 90s in a movie. Oh. Like they just use that. Uh, no. yeah, I don't know. It's it's it is two 90s movies. What <laughs> Fortunate Son is to Vietnam no, movies. Yeah, it's just yeah, that's how you know you're here and you're not in the 90s until you hear that song. Uh, it's Polak the Polak. Uh, thank you for your donation. Says, yo, I'm looking. To buy an M3 competition, yes or no? How deep are your pockets? Do you? This better not be your main car. It will be very good when it's done. Um, if you live in a community that has a lot of BMW and classic BMW support, a lot of uh, independent shops who are skilled at working on these things, who have a history of working on these things, and you don't, if you have some fuck me money, Go ahead and buy that car. Um, there's a lot of proprietary parts that only BMW makes. 
and you're going to have to buy them. And they're going to charge whatever they want for them. Um, and there's no Summit Racing coming to help you. Get, nope. get on those forums. And if, but if that's what you want to do, I'm not trying to dissuade you. I'm just saying, here's the cautionary tale associated with classic BMWs. Mm. Because, you know, we don't live in uh, Europe where there is a larger parts network for these vehicles. Now, if you're in L.A., fine. If you're in the greater New York area, fine. If you're in Atlanta, fine. You're going to have parts. You're going to have no problems. I have to remember I come from a very Pennsylvania point of view. Um, but thank you for your donation. Austin. Pollock the Pollock says he's in North Carolina. North Carolina. Well, if you live in the Triangle, there's some money flowing around there. So you may be good. But if not, I don't know, man. Latimer, I think Austin Latimer says, hey, guys, thoughts on a 2003 to 2004 Mustang Cobra. I can speak to the engine and Nick can speak to the interior because he has a Mustang uh, 04 SN95. Mustang Cobra will be on the faster side. It will have a very nice engine. I'm guessing. I don't know when the three valve happened. So it may be a two valve. Were they supercharged or not? I don't know. Um, the engine will be satisfying to use. And it definitely will have enough power to break those rear wheels loose. As for driving it, it's going to be the same driving dy dynamics as Nick's car. So what do you think? I mean, I... I almost feel like a Cobra is going to have a more lush interior than mine has being what it is like right on the precipice between new edge and SN95. And I'm fine. Like my interior, I don't expect it's going to impress anybody. That's why like it only really matters to me. It's very comfortable, but it's not going to blow anybody away. You're not going to get in these seats and feel like you're being wrapped in a weighted blanket. That's just not how it works. So you're getting an aesthetic that is very much um, ubiquitous in its own way. You know, it's everywhere. It's not, it feels very much like what you would think it feels like and it handles the way that you think it would now granted i'm not out there actually testing the thing because you know i'm a good boy i like mm -hmm. to follow the rules of the road and not get pulled over and not have to go to a court thing at but a clock in the morning <laughs> but you know it is what it is which i ugh, again with that term but i i just I don't think that there's anything necessarily um, superb or outstanding mm -hmm. about that particular model, but I imagine one in a very good condition and a very well-maintained one, one that's better maintained than mine, would be outstanding mm -hmm. in the actual literal definition of the term so did you get a new phone case uh yes i did Ooh. because the other one uh was all cracked up so yeah it's a sign of pride when you're when you burn through one uh phone case well the best part is that I, i'm on my first one with my iphone 6 still but my yeah. iphone 4 i think i went through two of them 
well this is on uh like a warranty so literally you send it back and they send you a new one yo yeah and it it's infinite sort of uh reloads um oh i but the, the this like casing is different because mm. i got the back because i was dropping it from the back too much but uh this front one is the one that can be replaced like ah. over and over again it's kind of like this little glass shield gotcha. that you know i don't know it works so yeah uh, as long as mm. the things in my life work that's fine eric Pedersen, thank you so much hey eric thank you for your hey. donation i appreciate it hey guys checking in wanted to say hi i'm at work right now just wanted to hit you with a donation before I'm done with lunch. Hey, thanks, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for a donation at lunch. I'll put it to good use. Indeed. Um, no question. He just wants to say hi. Thanks, Eric. Polak, the Polak again, says, yo, I'm buying a 2013 M3 competition for my new car. Good idea or not good idea? I need some advice here. Well, I appreciate the donation just to clarify that. Yeah, I thought you were going like 90s there. So... I, it's going to be fine. It's going to still work. I don't know what problems it's going to have, if any, maybe none. But I don't know much about, I don't know much about 2013 BMWs. I guess you'll just drive it and it'll be fine. Uh, I, for my new car. Now I get to define new car. Is that going to be drive every day car? I mean, I don't imagine that new car means that you're not going to be driving it every day because it seems counterintuitive to... I just got my hair cut today. Does it go like a mohawk thing down the back? There's a slight delay here, so I'm going to turn around and maybe I'll be able to see it. No, I, I don't know. No, no, it looks fine. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. No, no, looks fine. I'm just seeing things. Mm. MHT. Uh, most YouTubers, thank you for your donation. Thank most you. YouTubers make extravagant purchases, especially on vehicles. You guys seem much more modest with your vehicles. Thank you. Do you ever consider splurging? No. no I really. mean, the Falcon definitely was a splurge. A When it was all done, even with our sponsors... Uh, it still cost this guy $17,000 to have that car, although that includes the cost of the car. So I spent 10000 on parts. Yeah. But Bruce told me that car, if you would build it, would it be about $40,000 yeah. if you were paying for all of that stuff. So um, plus Bruce gave me his labor for free. Mm. He doesn't do that to just anyone. So... That's my big splurge thing. Well, okay. I guess I bought that MR2, didn't I? Yeah, but it's I also... sold it for more than when I got it. Um, yeah. that was a thing. Um, that that car was yeah, eight thousand, sold it for nine. And I guess of course I put new tires and replaced the or had the timing belt replaced. So maybe I made like four hundred dollars at the end, but I spent some I I had the thing realigned twice. Yeah. So there was no more shimmy in the wheel. Um, and I put the 3N, 3M paint protection on that thing. And I replaced the speaker in the factory subwoofer under the front seat. Um, boo, 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 boo. Oh, and then I bought 
I've been rotating motorcycles, but all my but my sport bike that I bought was like three grand. Yeah, so YouTubers buy big, fancy, expensive stuff. I learned in this past year. So if 2019 taught me anything, it's that things won't make me happy at all. Um, I went and saw some other YouTubers who have very nice things and live in very nice buildings and houses. And I looked around and I'm like, I don't know if being surrounded by nice or rather pricey is going to raise my serotonin levels. Occasionally, I think, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be, wow. Oh, hot diggity damn. Wow. All that right. Is, uh, man. That was a that was, big one. That's very humbling. We will get to that. Absolutely. You see how it's maroon? For those of people listening, somebody just dropped four yardsticks on us. <laughs> yardsticks? There's a Joey Diaz thing. <laughs> I heard him referring to, give me yardstick. $100 bill. If you mess up pork fried rice, what do we have to talk, talk about? about. Uh. Just hand him a fucking yardstick. Keep his mouth shut. <laughs> you think I'm not going to do that? <laughs> um so yeah fancy things i was gonna say uh, and now he's saying no that was a mistake is there any way to like refund the person really uh i don't know i was immediately going to suggest like that has to have been a mistake um yeah just... this guy sent four hundred dollars and he said, please review the horse running around and taking shots on the IUP campus. Thanks. Love the show. I don't know what he's talking about. Huh. There has to be a way to. Yeah. I mean, I could PayPal him the money back. The thing is, YouTube takes a cut. Yeah. Wow. I've never seen that before. Nor have I. Jeez. Well, how much was it supposed to be? I'm guessing $4. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Um, oh, yeah, they can contest the uh, credit card charge. or go Yeah, to they can Google definitely support. do that. He meant $4. Damn. Holy shit. Yeah, sorry, man. All right, we got to. All we'll, right. We'll figure out a way to. Okay, this, this YouTube user, Anthony. Meant to just give a super chat of four dollars and accidentally put typed in four hundred. Mm. Well, I mean, we'll All find right. a we'll find a way to get this. Well, I mean, All right. if you uh, don't find a way first, which I guess then he's going to get charged four hundred, and of that, we get maybe three. Well, if it really was a mistake, I mean. I got to pay this guy $400. There's just no two ways about it. Uh, well, I mean, you could. Uh... How do you accidentally donate $400? Uh, PayPal. Can no, it, I says. got this. Anthony later says, no, I got this. I got this. Google oh. support. Oh, he's Gordy. working on it now. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, so okay. he's, he's taking care of it. So, okay. yeah, I think I got this. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So. Um, yeah, I guess that's like a four. Uh, Dude, that's uh, like, for, like when I was pushing a broom, that's, it's like a red flag. That's, not, when that's, that's over a month of salary. Just doing that. Yeah. I thought we had some baller in here. Yeah. Hence was, the Coke, uh, remark. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Well, glad you, uh, 
have hopefully gotten things under control. Um, while you're looking through that, there is one question in the regular chat that I wanted to get to. Okay, I'm going to get some water. From uh, Salik Reis. Um, it said, hey, guys, wanted to come out to Toronto, but anxiety can be a bitch sometimes, LOL. And um, my response to that is that there was another uh, gentleman whose um, anxiety almost prevented them from coming out to the meet. And they actually did come out and felt a lot better about the experience. And so I started writing a, a an RCR diary about um, car meets that I realized I couldn't structure as a diary. What you do is, or what I had to do is that essentially I would wrote it like my rant on left lane bandits, but it's more or less making the case for car meets and why you should go about sort of the culture and everything about how you're supposed to, um, I don't know how you're supposed to be like car culture is weird in that it's very inclusive, but it's also exclusionary. You know, you, it's very exhibitionist, but also very defensive. And so it can be a very tribalistic, intimidating sort of prospect of going to an, a car meet when really that shouldn't be the case at all, because you're all there bonded by a mutual love of the automotive. And if you take that chance and come out, I think you'll be rewarded for it. Now, granted, as someone with anxiety, I know it's easier said than done, but at the end of the day, I think you can still, um, you'll still have opportunities. Maybe not so much now that we're headed into the fall, unless you live in an area where it's basically summer year round, but I just, you know, it's, it, I just hope to have the video out soon. And I've had a lot of uh, friends and fans send me footage from the two RCR meets that we've had in the past like three weeks. And um, I'm going to incorporate that footage into the video uh, with their permission, which they've get, granted me. And so you'll get to see more from the RCR car meet, but this isn't just a, a, about my experiences at RCR car meets. It's more of just every meet that I've been to any meet at all. You know, it's just different from necessarily being in a judged car show or being at one of those cruises or anything like that you know car meets are something where it's a socializing opportunity at a point in life where maybe you're not in a position whether it's due to the nature of your job or the nature of home life able to sort of meet new people as easily as you could when you were all in like school or you know i don't know it's Hopefully I'll have it out next week. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not Ben 101 says, and thank you for your donation. Did you go to the axe throwing bar? No, I know what you're talking about. No, I didn't. And now, now they're a thing. I guess they're, a th maybe they're a thing here. Too? Yeah. There's one in Lancaster. Oh, okay. Like an axe throwing bar. So I went in and looked at it. You know, it did look like fun, but at the same time, I don't need an activity to drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so no, I didn't, although it does look like a lot of fun. I think, oh, this is almost a line. An axe throwing, an axe throwing bar is the male equivalent of the girl's booze bicycle bus. Is huh. there a name for that? The pedal cart? I have no idea. We saw it in Nashville. Yeah, we, we saw him go by. Woo! 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 
Oh man, what was that? <laughs> no, um, higher than I can go. Yeah, no. Uh, well, here's the thing: is that the majority of people that I see in Axe bars. Well, okay, the one time that I was in an Axe bar, but all the other times that people post online about Axe bars on my friends list, all of them are women. I don't know how or why, but they're super popular in my observation with women. Cool. So you have these like tiny, tiny girls who've had you know copious amounts of alcohol just like double-handed wong mm -hmm. and it's just such a such a strange phenomenon and i hey you know more power to you absolutely no no judgments here yeah. i just don't know like if i'm gonna drink i'm usually just gonna be sitting around writing while i do it mm -hmm. or playing an open mic or something you know is yeah but eh. eric muller thank you eric I'm the concourse guy from Vermont at the Pennsylvania meet. Concours. Concours? I don't know if that's a car show or maybe he'll explain. Um, meaning what concours or if that's a word. Or it's, it's capitalized, hmm. which means it could be a product. I'm the concours guy from, the Vermont, from Vermont at the Pennsylvania meet. Glad to have finally met you in person, albeit briefly. Yeah, 